morning, everyone. Hope everybody's driving safe out there as the just uh, absolutely grossed. Grossed. This isn't Germany, Pat Egan. Uh, and that's... Huh? <laughs> yes, the gross weather continues out there. And today is my least favorite kind of rain. And it's not even... It's just kind of like that film of like stuff getting kicked up from the road. Not really a drizzle. But like you have to annoyingly use your windshield wiper every like... Uh, not even enough to like have it on. You just got to like hit it every once in a while. Like... All right, it's gotten, you know, kind of, you know, not visible again. I hit it, and you can't really find a groove with your windshield wiper, and it's just that disgusting, uh, constant kind of grossness. And and that just seems to be our new norm here. As Doug P. said, this is going to be the Eagles' new norm. This weather appears to be our new norm. And the reason I I start with the weather was last night the Sixers' uh, blue and white scrimmage that was supposed to take place down at the Palestra. Uh, I was with Bob Cooney myself, who will be here momentarily, and we were pulling into University City as we get the email from the Sixers. Tonight's scrimmage has been canceled. And I was just like, ugh. So luckily I was able to get in touch. I had a buddy coming in with his son from Jersey. I was able to get to him before he got to the bridge and save him a trip. Um, and then I was planning on meeting somebody else down in University City anyway. So we, we made a nice little night of it and had some, uh, some burgers and beers down at the New Deck Tavern in Old City. Or not in Old City, excuse me, University City. Not all superheroes wear capes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes you just gotta overcome and adapt, right, Pat Egan? Uh, but yeah, obviously the court with the humidity yesterday, the constant rain there in the beginning, uh, Keith Pompey posted a, a video of him basically like sweating and showing them trying to fan down the court. Apparently, the condensation on the court was not suitable for for players, and obviously it's the right decision because if you know they had that scrimmage and somebody slips and re-injures themselves or injures themselves in a new way, they're the laughingstock of the NBA and professional sports today as the inept organization that let their players you know, practice on a wet court. So it was absolutely the right decision they made last night. Unfortunate for everybody that was heading down there. You know, the, the Tuesday night uh, palestra trip in is, is uh, you know, not the easiest thing in the world for a lot of people. Uh, ended up sitting next to somebody at the bar who's like, oh, I came in from Chester County for this. And I'm like, oh, that kind of sucks. Um, but, yeah, obviously it was the right thing to do. You can't have your players out there on, on a slippery court, uh, especially for a scrimmage. I didn't want to be out on a slippery court either. Yeah, yeah, it was a shame. You yeah. and I, you and I drove up together, and, and watching all the people just walking, a, a, yeah, you know, in University for, City, and they I'm were, close in the city. I'm like, all right, this isn't that bad for me. But yeah, the people that came in, you know, a couple guys are just gotten off the R, the regional rails on SEPTA, and like, I know, I, I did. I felt horrible <laughs> I for like, them, oh, and, and you know, I, I was texting with the Sixers PR people, and they they felt horrible too. So. You know they'll do something yeah, right by the fans the, down, they, down the road. Yeah, they're good like that. They will, I'm sure, definitely make that up to the fans. But you, we were talking about it afterwards. It's probably going to be tough to make up the palestra scrimmage, you know, because they're already just about in preseason full swing of things. Then you have the scheduling conflicts with the palestra, yeah, all yeah. of that. So uh, they may do something. There may come a time during the season that they can do a little something. Yeah. Uh, 
Um, but yeah, it, it, it is an such open a shame. practice. Open on, like, practice a long there or something. Yeah. Um, but it does get tough because you do have a, a bunch of you know that that place gets booked by high school. It yep. gets booked by so many people, and then Penn has their season coming up too. So uh, yeah, it was a shame because you and I both said how much we just love watching professional players play in the yeah. Plaster. And I was really looking forward to seeing a certain Markel Fultz in a you know quote unquote game situation. And you didn't think he was going to let it rip last night, even if he did play, uh, as far as the jump shot or, or three balls, because... I didn't think three balls, no. And I I don't think three balls during the season, either. I don't really? know if that's... His, I, don't, I don't know. I have to see. We'll have to see how they uh, they let him go. I, I had a feeling that they were going to script the play that he got a jump shot off very early, in the, and whoever he was playing against defensively knew it, and maybe uh, got held up on a pick, so it was a wide-open jumper. But I don't think Markel's game... It's going to be a bunch of three-point shots this year, no? No, but... Over you, under. You would like this on the season? Yeah. Oh, man. Uh, if I set the line at... 25? Oh, okay. I was going to go th- I was going to go like 35-40 back. I kept it a little low. Half a game, yeah. Yeah, that's that's not a bad number. Yeah. And that's what you're looking at, probably. That's probably what you're, you're you know, going to see One every two games, one every you know, three yeah. games, something like that. Yeah, maybe. That's kind of weird. That's kind of weird. What's the over under on Ben Simmons? Uh, I would Ten? put that at uh, four and a half. Okay, for threes you're talking. Yeah, yeah, like four and a half. Amazing, isn't it? Two of your biggest backcourt players and yeah, combined yeah. different over game under here. of different game here in Philadelphia, uh, James of thirty threes. So yeah, you know, sucked last night, but I think everybody was looking forward to seeing the guys in action. But it's nice to have basketball back. Can't believe it's finally that you know the merging of football, basketball, hockey. And hopefully uh, the Phillies just can fall End. in this, this last week. <laughs> like they might lose out. They they've been outscored in Colorado twenty to four. Yeah, and I I was so mad. The game last night started, and I had just gotten home from Sixers practice with you, and I was like, oh, I should one hundred percent bet the Rockies tonight. That's two days in a row you've said I know. That. So and now you're going to do it tonight, and the Phillies yep, are going to eke out exactly, a win. That's yeah. exactly what will happen. Yeah. And I woke up this morning and saw the score and was just kind of like, ah, oh, yeah. damn, I missed another one. Oh, well. Those things happen. I yeah. totally. But, yes, this team appears to have quit. That You know, that's, that's, that's damning. Trouble. Look, that is damning, yeah. And if that's the case, it really is because that says way too much. You know, I, I saw something uh, with Gabe Kapler uh, saying, you know, look, I hate to lose, and, and I'm not that guy, and I go to the end, and I'm the most competitive person. He did person, say, you know. yes, I get mad. Yeah. He, and, and He yeah. broke out of his shell a little bit. <laughs> right, yeah. And, and we all assume that behind closed doors was a lot different than it was, ho- hopefully, you would, out yeah. in front of the media. It would certainly hope. Yeah, but but you you said it, James. Like, quit. I mean, that's something you can't have. I mean, that's that's something that you say around coaches, and their ears go up, and they because quitting on a coach is the most damning thing a team can do, and it's it's the the quickest way for a manager for a coach to be out of town. So, I'm not I. There's I don't little, know if these players have quit or not, but but it doesn't look good. There's a report out there that you know some some players. In that clubhouse and around the league do have concerns about Gabe. I don't know if I'd necessarily buy it per se uh, with it affecting free agency. You know, like I'm sure guys consider the manager, but like I really don't think. Like let's say Bryce Harper comes in here at $400 million. He has all the hand. If he hates Gabe Kapler, bye-bye, Gabe. Yeah. You know what I mean? I I just I don't buy that as a reason not to sign somewhere where they're giving you a blank check. 
Yeah, and, J- and Jason, uh, Jason said it. Yes, Jason Stark said it yesterday. No, they follow the box. They don't follow. Yeah. They don't follow who the managers. Yes, this is the new way of baseball. And, and yes, maybe Gabe is an extremist on this new way of baseball, which is analytics, analytically driven. But uh, no, but I, I, I really don't think Gabe Kapler is going to be the reason. Uh, yeah. Bryce Harper turns down. Like- that much money on Manny Machado. And I was just like, what? No, like, if Manny and Bryce come here and they don't like Gabe, they go, hey, excuse me, Mr. Middleton, uh, we'd like that freak that spits the ice cream out gone. Oh, now he's a freak. Well, Listen to I, you. If I didn't like the guy, uh-huh. I'm, I'm uh, saying no, that. No, 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 that freak no, came no. out pretty easy by no, you, James Lynch no, Jr. No, Bob, you're not going to do that to me. I was speaking as if I was Manny and Bryce. Okay, all right. If you um, say so. But yeah, it, it, if they wanted him out, he'd be out. He'd, yeah, <laughs> players rule the league. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're not going to fire the, players. It's you're the same fire thing in the NBA. Yeah, it's the same thing. If all. LeBron doesn't like Luke Walton, Luke Walton probably won't make it through the year in LA. That's a very, very good probability. <laughs> you're exactly right. Um, we'll. I, I think LeBron will like Luke. He seems like a like that's the new trend now. Is the recent players in managerial positions, and I feel like especially a veteran like LeBron is going to relate to Luke. Better than he will, you know, David Griffin or, or not yeah. David Griffin, uh, David Blatt. But Blatt, yeah. It's funny how things have changed in that. Um, it's a new, it's back, a big new trend. It is because think of think of the dominate dominance in the NBA over the last, you know, few, not few years, but but few decades maybe. Michael Jordan had Phil Jackson. Yeah, you know, Kobe had Phil Jackson. You know, you're talking about uh, the Sixers go to the finals with Larry Brown. You, you know, you're talking about former these veteran, players, but veteran coaches, veteran veteran coaches. Yeah, and now, yeah, it is the new wave because Alex, I, I Cora, think because Walton, right, and, and even Elton Brand to a you know degree because uh, it, it, yeah, everybody's looking for relations. It's not that. Me, I, this is my way or the highway society anymore, and, and it's leaked well, over into sports, and it's a collaborative effort. I think part of that reason also, you know, you can give the appeal to millennial crap if you want. I don't, you know, whatever. To a degree, I think that's right. But I think people realize, and it's not that hard. Like, it's hard, but it's not, we're not talking about rocket science here. We're talking about signing and trading players in a sports league. You know what I mean? Like, I think there used to be this air about it, like, oh, you're not qualified to do it. Oh, you can't do it. Now it's like, oh, you understand the game. You understand players. You don't need all that experience. Have at it. You have somebody that knows how to deal with cap space. And, yeah, you know, and that's why Elton be, has yeah. his Ned Cohens and Mark Eversleys and guys around him right. that can do all the backdoor... But as far as evaluating talent and running the team, you can do it. Go ahead. You know the game. Yeah, I, I, I think I think it kind of got stripped of that air of no, you have to put in thirty years of service. You know, yeah. traveling on buses and doing the minor league tours and all that. And it's just like, oh yeah, we're talking about managing a baseball team. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. not like no. I hear you. I hear you. Yeah, and and you're right. Uh, you're right. That's why the the ages of of those in charge are becoming younger and younger. And and uh, we we see it perfectly here in Philadelphia. You mentioned Elton. I mean, 38 years old. Just clearly a couple the guy of years knows basketball. The clearly That's the most important guy knows thing. basketball. Clearly the guy knows relationships. Yeah, and has the respect yeah. of the league. Is a very intelligent guy. Obviously. Exactly. Boom! That's a you know why not take that chance? Right? He yeah. What's he going to go prove in, in with the blue coats for ten years, and then maybe he gets a front office job like Malik Rose did down in Atlanta? You know, right. like you don't need necessarily. Like you could make. I wouldn't be surprised if Malik Rose is a GM very soon. Yes. Yeah. He. Uh, where did Malik move out to? He was down in Atlanta, and then now he's out in um, Midwest somewhere. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Was it, it was in Chicago. 
I want to say Minnesota or Chicago or Oklahoma City. One of the three. One of those. Uh, but Pat yeah. Egan's going to help us out on that, aren't you, Pat? But yeah, I, I think it's a, an interesting wave. And we'll see. So, too, it started with Gabe Kapler. And the uh, bottom line is, I don't think he would prevent any superstars from playing. No, not at all. But yes, this Philly season needs to end. Uh, they may lose out. I, I'll, I'll would, bet they don't. They probably don't. They're going to win a they game. Got, they they lost to, four right? games to Atlanta. Now they've lost two to Colorado. They're two games below five hundred now. Six in a row. One more in Colorado. Three more versus the Braves. It's not out of the question that they end the season losing ten in a row. Oh God! That's and that's just sickening, a, isn't that's it? It's just like such a sour taste for an end of the yeah. season, especially when you were you were teased all season. Thanks, Pat. Malik Rose is in Detroit. Detroit. Yeah, okay. that's what we we were right. We knew he was at uh, Midwest, Midwest summer. He had to get out of this weather on the East Coast. Oh, Detroit! Every time I've gone to Detroit, it's been overcast and and snowing. So I did the majority of my uh, domestic travel for Sunday Night Football because I worked for them for years. Uh, the Lions sucked during that time, so I didn't. I didn't make it to Detroit. The Lions have sucked all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they really have. So I haven't been to Detroit yet. No, it's just pretty. You're lucky. You're pretty blah. It is, especially because of where the Pistons played before they moved downtown. The Palace out at Auburn, Auburn Hills. Hills. So you're out in the middle, of, you know, an hour drive from the airport. Uh, you're out in the middle of nowhere. It's but oh, can it was, you get to Canada and the casinos was, and like a, yeah, a baseball but, throw? And, on, on the baseball beat, you don't have that much time. You know what I mean? It's not like yeah, four or five days three, between. Yeah, yeah you're not you're unpacking. You're just you get there, you cover a game, you leave. What was your favorite city to cover a game in? Uh, I love, well, Golden State plays in, in Oakland, but I loved hanging in San Francisco. Yeah. San Francisco's just great. Uh, I like, uh, Chicago's one of my Chicago's favorite cities. Great. Yeah. Uh, I like the city of Boston. Yeah, Boston's a great town. Yeah. Except for the people, if you could just kind of remove them a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I spent a uh, St. Patrick's Day in Boston one time. It wasn't bad. Yeah, but, uh, but the other news shifting to the Eagles this weekend is it is kind of, Alshon Jeffrey Newsday. I think we'll find out today where he's at. I was thinking he might play this weekend. Now I, I'm thinking no. Uh, I don't, I don't think so either. Gut. Yeah, I, I don't. Think I don't more, think so either. Jamie. One more week. I agree with you, but I think Ajayi and Sproles are. I think a they're lot close. Yes. Yeah. So I'm excited for that. I, I really am. I, I think Darren Sproles just gives you that little exercise. If he can be. 90%, 85%, 90% of himself, and you can use him out of the backfield. And I'm not talking running the ball. I'm talking like wheel routes and little things like that. Yeah, which you didn't see week one, really. And the return game. If they, if he's healthy enough that you can put him out on both, that is such a big thing to have him back there returning punts. He's one of the best all time. He hasn't lost a step. And we, we were out there a couple t- or for uh, training camp a little bit, and from the people we've talked to, the beat writers, they say he hasn't missed a step. So I'm excited to see him back on the field. Yeah, it's going to be big. Uh, the line opened at Eagles, depending on your book, minus two and a half or minus three is now up to minus four. Uh, obviously, mm. Marcus Mariota can barely grip a football, so he's not much of a threat pass. He was like 13 for 18 last week, though, so that's not bad with yeah, that. Yeah, but it was probably how many yards? It was probably all yeah. underneath stuff. They said he can't really throw it past 20 very well right now. <laughs> so it's probably going to be a similar look to what the Colts did last week, you know, getting rid of the ball quick early on. Hopefully something opens up and uh, maybe they take advantage yeah. you know, when they get their opening. But. It's going to be a lot of that underneath quick stuff. Again. Well, with the reputation of the Eagles' defensive line, and, and we've questioned how 
good. They've they've been very very good. I think but the bucket is out on them to get rid of the ball exactly. in under so that's, three seconds. That's what you're going to see all year long. Yeah, I mean it is. Uh, Eli kind of laid it out last it, year. Yeah, he as did the, as the way to game. beat them. Exactly, and that was a bad bad Giants team, and they took a 61 yard field goal to beat them. But yeah, uh, yeah, um, that's what you're going to see a lot of. I think I, I hate to throw around the lock word. Uh, but I, I, if I'm a gambler, well, don't. I, I won't. Okay. I'll just talk about it in generalities and not actually say it. Uh, if I was a gambling man, I, which I, you are, <laughs> uh, so far this conversation is making no sense to me. <laughs> I, I would play the Eagles this weekend. Really? Yeah, I think I, I, I just, they don't have. You're as confident as you were in the uh, Colorado Rockies last night? Kind of, yeah. I feel really good about this game. Okay. Early on. Uh, Jim Schwartz yesterday took to the podium. He talked about the the rushing game because you remember the Titans brought in Deion Lewis this offseason. That was kind of their, their pickup. So they have him and Derrick Henry. And then they also have a mobile quarterback in Mariota. And Jim Schwartz talked about it yesterday. They have, you know, Heisman Trophy running back. They had probably their premier free agent pick this year, again, Deion Lewis. I mean, they have a running quarterback. So, obviously, it's it's what they want to do, and they're committed to it. So, uh, it's our job to combat that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think if you take away their running game, you know, you're, you pretty much cut the head off the snake with them. Yeah, and that's not even a, a threatening head of the season. No, not really, especially with Mariota banged up. I mean, if Blaine Gabbert comes in, you know, if he's able to come back, like, ooh, you know what I mean? Um, <laughs> wow, you are oozing with confidence this morning. Yeah, and then Austin Davis is their third-string quarterback, so who knows? Uh, but, yeah, I, I do, and I think a lot of Eagles fans are going down again. Obviously, Na- there's some great road trips this year, and, and Nashville's definitely one of them. This is on a lot of people. I have a lot of friends yeah. that are going. This is on a lot of people's list. I wanted to go originally, but it was uh, it was a little more expensive than I uh, had a budget for. Yeah, that time. flight was... The somebody, flights were the like... Flight 600 bucks yeah, or something? I was yeah, like, I signed it 650 700 and I was like, really? Nashville? It's not even that far. <laughs> <laughs> Damn well, drive, young man. Why? Well, I, I threw that out to the to Addie, my wife, and she kind of laughed at me. Tell me, tell me what she sounded like when she said it no. was something along the lines of, "Yeah, that's okay on the way down, but can you imagine driving back seventeen hours with you stinky, hungover, and like something like that?" And like, I don't want to do it. Wow, that makes me not want to do it with you either. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Damn, that's actually a pretty good point. I was like, because the ride down's always, you know, you're looking forward to it. You got the energy pumping, and then the ride back is just misery. Yeah, especially after they lose, or if they lose. Jeez. What? Oh, sorry, I misspoke. My God, you're Relax. all over the place here. If they if they were to lose, and you got to do a 17 hour drive home with a bunch of stinky hungover dudes, it's not ideal. Well, it could have been a dude weekend. <laughs> and then well, Addie we, wouldn't, poor Addie wouldn't have had to worry about it. The original it. proposal was that a bunch of the family was going to get together, a bunch of cousins and wives. Oh, and okay. we were all going to make a big weekend of it, get an Airbnb, you know, do the Nashville thing for the weekend. Uh, but obviously it fell through. But Nashville is on my bucket list to, as a city I have never, to, I haven't been there I either. I didn't get to do a Titans game. Yeah. Was, I think I only missed like seven or eight NFL stadiums on my uh, job. And Nashville, unfortunately, was one of them. Wow. Yeah. I've, I've heard great things about that city. Yeah, there will be there. some alcohol consumed this weekend by Eagles fans down there, that's for sure. Uh, pretty safe bet by you. <laughs> yeah, you're right about Mariota, though. He had 12 completions last week for 100 yards. Yeah, like he's, they said he's he can he couldn't even, grip, the plan wasn't for him to even play last week. Yeah. But Gabbert got hurt, and then they're like, oh, 
uh, hey, Claw, uh, get, go in there and, and try to quarterback this team. Mm. So, yeah, there's not a lot there that really scares you. No, with this team. I mean, their number one uh, wide receiver is Corey Davis, the second year kid from uh, Central Michigan who hasn't really, you know, he's he hasn't lived up to it yet. He's okay. Yeah, uh, but certainly not something to scare you. I mean, Rashard Matthews and Tawan Taylor are like your Western other Kentucky, and yeah. they lost Elaney Walker, their their stud tight end. It was on your fantasy team. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> I, did I say that? You want to know what? Speaking of fantasy football, real quick, no, nobody cares. My, this team had Jimmy Garoppolo on it, Delaney Walker on it, Le'Veon Bell on it, Jay Ajayi on it. My season is over. Over. This, this is why DraftKings and FanDuel rule because it's a week to week. It's a week to week. Fresh slate. Yep. Yeah, like I, I look at this roster now. I go in there and I'm like. You disgust me, and I just want—I just want to delete the league. And I haven't even paid my fees. You yet. badmouth your roster? Yeah, yeah. It makes I, me sick, and I well, haven't even paid my only fees. Only one person to blame for that. <laughs> well, well uh, yeah, Jimmy Garoppolo's weak ass ACL. Oh, damn! <laughs> All right, so yeah, weak ass ACL. Jeez, <laughs> thing was like a rubber band. It didn't even get touched. That did look that that. The more I, I've seen that over the week, you know, since Sunday, most ACLs are non-contact. But yeah, yeah. it just went. Was yours? Yours wasn't, or was it? It was. I was, it was. My okay. foot was in the mud. I turned my body. My foot didn't come out of the mud, and it just right. went. Yeah. And the, the interesting thing about mine is I'll have to bring in the picture one day. Your dad was telling me this this weekend. Yeah, so I so I tore it at, in a lacrosse game in college, and one of the dads was like the team photographer. and was all, So I was making a move to the goal, so he took a picture right as I was turning, and my back of my knee is exposed, and you can actually see, like, something going on in my knee so i took i had the surgery in town at booth bartolotti uh balderson who's seen you know everything with every knee in the world and i brought in the picture to bartolozzi i think it was that was doing it and his mind was like blown he was like i've never seen anything like this wow he's like can i have a copy to hang up and i was like yeah absolutely but you can literally see my ligaments snapping in the back of my knee it's like Kind of like a rubber for band. all of you having breakfast out there right now. We hope you're enjoying it. So I'll have to bring that in and show it to you. It's a yeah, we've seen we've seen with um, Achilles. Ooh, yeah, that you know, one always. Yeah, g- you gives can me see the willies. That. Yes, that does. You can apparently yeah. see it in the back of the calf as it rolls. Yeah, up. oh yeah, that's a, and oh. there's there's been instances where you've where I've seen. I mean, every, a lot of people have where you see it just curling up. What's the worst injury you've ever seen live at a sporting event? Um, did you ever see like any of those Sean Livingston's good. or? You know, like Willis Nothing McGee. like that. I, when I was basketball a kid, is very more, it's yeah. much more intimate than say like a football field. I remember playing pickup game and a guy. It, this was so weird. We played every Sunday night at our local court, and we had really good runs. And a, a guy came from nowhere, pulls up in his car. We didn't know who he was. First time down the court, he goes up for a layup, and he, the end of the court kind of went on to sand, and there was like a little oh, ledge there, and he. He hit his ankle in such a way that it just stuck at a, like a uh, forty-five degree, an- degree or yeah. ninety degree angle. Yeah, uh. and nobody knew who he was. We felt horrible for him. He like just hobbled off, went to his car, and he's like, "I guess I gotta go to the hospital." I mean, this <laughs> thing was, yeah, gross. So I, when we were playing uh. football one time as a kid, um, a kid got tackled and his bone came out through his uh. arm. Yeah, I had so one of sing. those in practice. Yeah, kids' uh, tibia or fibia just sticking yeah. ninety degrees, and I almost puked. Yeah, that was kind of gross. <laughs> hey, good morning, everybody. <laughs> I know, really? <laughs> Hope your morning coffee's going great. He's Bob Cooney. I'm Jamie Lynch. You're listening to The Fanatic at 5. Uh, sorry we derailed there into a kind of disgusting injury conversation. Uh, but, you know, sometimes that happens. 5 a.m. hours brought to you by Car Gurus. Go to cargurus.com today to find great deals from top-rated dealers near you. That's C-A-R-G-U-R-U-S.com. Fanatic Sports Times 523. 
The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. While green, thick grass is more important than just the looks. The more grass you have, the less weeds you have. Now, my guys in Natural Lawn are scientists that can explain exactly how it works. I'm not, but they tell me it's simple. So hire my guys at Natural Lawn of America. That's my lawn care company. In the fall, it's important to set the table to get your lawn ready for not only the spring, but it'll help for the rest of the year. So aeration and seeding are essential. Now, whether you live in PA or New Jersey, Natural Lawn's aeration and seeding service will help restore your lawn's health and beauty. The products are organic-based, the techs are the best in the business, and they've been helping my lawn grow at its best for many years. And I continue to recommend them because it works. you got to call Natural Lawn of America for their limited time offer today. Schedule Natural Lawn's full-service program, and they will seed your lawn free of charge. Now, I just told you how important seeding is. It's free. Call 800-FREE-SEED. That's 800-FREE-SEED. It's my lawn care company, Natural Lawn of America, greener grass, fewer weeds, guaranteed. Introducing the amazing iPhone XS you'll love on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless. It's the perfect way to stay connected to those you heart most, like your BFF. Hey. Hey. Just got my iPhone XS. Well, look at you. Welcome to the big screens. So, you got my selfie? Yeah, like the second you sent it. Selfie portrait mode. I know. I totally like long tap liked it. Oh, cool. So, my hair looked... Like straight fire. What? 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 About my memoji. Doesn't it look like... Like you're wearing the same glasses as mine? Oopsie. Sorry. Fall in love with iPhone XS on T-Mobile, the most loved in wireless, and share whatever you want, whenever you want, with those you heart most. And right now, you'll love our best offers ever on iPhone XS. What? Visit a T-Mobile store or call 1-800-T-MOBILE today. Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros can get up to 35% off select appliance special values. You can even save $138 on a GE Appliances White Kitchen Suite, now only $14.68. Plus, from $9.25 through $9.27, ask for 5% off all in-store purchases and save an extra 5% when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Appliance special values valid through 1017. GE Appliances offer valid through 926. Credit offer subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details, U.S. only. Guys, do you have broken or damaged glass around your home or business? Call Economy Glass and Mirror Repair. When it comes to residential and commercial glass install and repair, it must be the guys at Economy Glass. With locations in Downingtown, Pennsylvania, and now in Hamilton, New Jersey, they serve all of the Delaware Valley for replacement and repair of windows and sliding glass doors, patio windows, plexiglass, mirrors, shower doors, and more. For more info, call 610-269-3570, online at economyglassandmirror.com. Let's think about customization presented by Liberty Mutual Insurance. Liberty Mutual customizes your auto insurance so you only pay for what you need. So why aren't more things in life customizable? Why isn't a burger cheaper when you ask for no onions? I don't want them. So shouldn't you deduct the price of the onions? Right? Otherwise, I'm paying for the onions, but I'm not receiving any onions. Go to LibertyMutual.com for a customized quote and you could save. Liberty, 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 Liberty. Coverage is underwritten by Liberty Mutual Insurance Company and affiliates. Equal housing insurer. 
Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. I'm Rocky Moselle with StarRegistry.com. Since we were children, we've been told to reach for the stars. It was great advice. Now it's a great gift. Name a star after someone. For $54 and a call to 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com, we will name a star after someone very special to you and send an incredible personalized gift. The new star name will be recorded in book form in the U.S. Copyright Office. Call the Star Registry, 800-282-3333 or visit StarRegistry.com for the hottest gift. New <laughs> Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. <laughs> oh, great. A sore throat keeping me from my extremely lucrative voiceover job talking about throat drops. Thanks, universe. <laughs> Might as well try these new Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Wow, these Vapo Cool Drops are amazing. That's not candy dressed up like a throat drop. That's a super cooling Vapo Power Rush. It's like. Yes, yes. Uh, I don't know where that's coming from, but yes. Vaporize sore throat pain with new Vicks Vapo Cool Drops. Use as directed. Fanatic Philly Sports Talk. Now one hour earlier with Aton Shander and Jamie Lynch. The Fanatic at 5. Weekday mornings at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. I do enjoy this, this jam a lot. How you like me now? Welcome back in, Fanatic at 5. I'm Jamie Lynch in with Bob Cooney this morning. And the uh, first segment, we spend mostly talking about the canceled uh, Sixers blue and white scrimmage last night down at the Palestra, how this weather absolutely sucks. This is the but the sprinklers are working very well outside, Jamie. Uh, that's good. I had to go done. lock my car because I forgot to lock it when I came, so I just ran outside, and sprinklers are going good out there. Good, good. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's Flowers like, can't get enough water. We definitely need more water right now. And uh, how about what we hit last night going through that? That was crazy. <laughs> so Jamie and I get in the car. We met up. We, we get in the car to go out to the Palestra. In two seconds, I thought the world was ending. <laughs> yeah, it was a downpour. Uh, you know, and it's just been that way all, all the time anymore. I don't know when the last time I drove into work and it wasn't raining. Yeah, and today's that really annoying kind of rain where it's just... Um it's like that constant film on your windshield where it's yeah. not really raining. It's it just was like, like Sunday's game with the Eagles. It was that like it was that like? all. It was just that yeah. steady, nonstop, you know, like spray. It sucks. Yeah. It's it really annoying and it's constant and I'm out. I'm out on this out, weather. Out on the weather. And I've heard some climate experts say that this is our new norm. So get used to it, Bob. Yeah. yeah. First thing you say to me yesterday when I go to pick you up. Oh, this is a new norm. I'm like, all right, dude. Like, stop. Why it are you is. such a downer? This is what it is. You're getting old quick, Jane. <laughs> are you trying to air condition the whole neighborhood? <laughs> Defense does win championships, Bob. This <laughs> rain is never going to end. <laughs> I love that. Was it an Allstate commercial? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Where it's, they, they turn into their dad as soon as they get the home. <laughs> so good. Some of them are annoying, but some... Some of them are really, really good. defense does win championships. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Love that commercial. Uh, So, yeah, Palestra was canceled last night. Unfortunately, we don't get to see Ben, Joe, and and, uh, Markel and the boys play a game. I was, I for one, and everybody else, it really sucks for everybody that was coming in from, you know, more, more inconvenient places than myself. 
you know, people on the R5s and coming in from the suburbs and all yeah, that. Yeah, you weren't inconvenienced at all. You were in my passenger yeah, seat. not really. I mean, I was fine. Yeah, I was you like, were good. I was like, oh, cool, beers now? And now Until the alert came on your phone that said Sixers is candy. You said, oh, man, should we stay here? Should we go back to the city? And, <laughs> so, yeah, city. so that, uh, that's, that sucked. But uh, we're sure that the Sixers will make it up to people at some point down the line uh, in some capacity because they're good like that. Uh, but the Phillies collapse. The, they lost in Colorado last night. Another 10 spot put up by the Rockies. And uh, it's possible they could lose the final 10 games of the year. It really is. Uh, you know, we hear from everybody that says, look, this is who they are. The the, the 15 games over 500 was a mirage. Uh, yeah, losing 10 or but it'll all just balance out. This is who you thought they were. Okay, at the beginning of the year, I thought they were 75 to 78 win team. And where are they at now, James? How many wins they got? Uh, they're somewhere they're right still there. right at seventy-eight. Aren't they seventy-eight and eighty? Yes. Yeah, so, so you know that that could I, I should I, you know it's it's almost that I'm being irresponsible by saying, oh my god, this is horrible. Well, no, this is what a lot of us predicted at the beginning of the year. Seventy-eight and seventy-nine. Yes. Yeah, Eleven so. games back of the Braves. Are they going to finish? <laughs> you don't think they'll finish five hundred? No. Interesting. Do you? I guess not. No, I guess not. <laughs> How could you yeah, say that with I any know, confidence? You can't. No, you can't. I mean, is, it's disappointment of a season, yes or no? Yeah, but but not record wise. Uh, disappointing to me, and uh, yeah, that's is, all. That's all I'm talking about. To you personally, it was a disappointment yes, because you didn't find anything out. You went into the you season. You found out Aaron Nola is an absolute stud, right? But that that. I won't say that was a given. He was your number one. No, he, he took, took a step this year. He did take a step. No, he quite. took a he step took a more step than into, we all thought. Right. He took a step into elitism. Yes, he into really Cy did. Young category. Right. And after that, what did we learn? Reese I Hoskins mean, well, is a decent player that's the worst left fielder I've ever I, well, seen. Well, if you were looking to learn anything about Reese Hoskins, it was the other way. It was last year... Um, a mirage it was last year something that that just came about, and he's not really that player. So this year was just reinforced what you that thought he, he was. He's a real deal batter. Right, and t- has great at bats. You Nick know, Williams but. to me, okay, he showed that ideally <laughs> if we, if he you, should be your fourth outfielder. If you're heading into next season and Nick Williams is your starting right fielder, are you excited? No, if okay, anybody. Exactly. If you know, you didn't learn anything about Kingery. You Not didn't, much. Duble Herrera, you you were Odubel, disappointed. Duble's probably the worst case scenario on the team. Right. He uh, just, he fell apart. Yeah. And 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 what did you? But what did? Wrong. What positive did you learn? You didn't come out saying, "Oh my gosh, good." You got two or three guys. Nope. We know you can plug. You, in. you know nope. very little about Kingery and J.P. Crawford at this point. Carlos Santana is roadblocking Reese Hoskins from his natural position. Right. Because Reese. He, Frankly, it's going to be really tough to enter another full season with Reese Hoskins as a out- outfielder. He might be the literally the worst. He did not get better over the course of a year, and like I know he's not a left fielder, but at some point you have to become, you have to adapt. Like, yeah, he did not get he he. It's an abomination. It is, and Jason had some great numbers yesterday, saying he's allowed. He's been the reason for 17 runs yeah. this year. He grades out as one of the worst left fielders in all yeah. of baseball. And uh, and look, we don't say that as a I, I, I don't I don't say that as a downer to Reese Hoskins. No, I, he I love be him. There. I love the guy. Like I think he's a your best first baseman. Barely played first this year. And Jason was talking about us with us yesterday. You know, for as many shifts as this team does, you can put Carlos Santana over at the hot corner occasionally. That's a scary proposition if he's if they're considering him as your everyday starting third baseman. You can't do it, especially with the way Gabe shifts. 
And Jason yeah. with, with the way he shifts, that you have to be you have to be able to move a little bit as a third baseman yeah. because at times there's a because lot of territory. Play, you have yeah, to cover. sometimes you have to cover the whole left side of the infield. Yeah. So offensively, it's kind of here. Let me sum up the Philly season. Yeah. Because your future first baseman was in left field. Your future second baseman mostly played shortstop. Your future shortstop isn't here. Your future third baseman was basically auditioning to say, I'm your future third baseman this year. But none of those questions are really answered. No. And Jorge Alfaro is... I, I, defensive I, liability, to yeah, say the least. Like I can't enter hit the season with him as my starting catcher with any sort of confidence. No, and Jason said he probably will be here with a veteran. With a veteran, yeah. who's, they're they'll team him up with somebody not as good as Ramos. Wilson Ramos. Yeah. I mean, I think Ramos is going to get paid a little bit more than you'd uh, probably like to pay him, but. Yeah, he's got age and injury uh, going against yeah, him, yeah, so maybe you can maybe. get him at a decent price. I would like to see him back. He's a hell of a bat. Yeah, but yeah, like I, the Matt Contact's entire uh, tenure is tied to this offseason. It certainly is. And when 100%. we talked about pressure yesterday, he's he's, he's on a, it. Once this season ends on Sunday, he's on it. He yeah, he's got the old uh, Earn McCracken one foot in the pressure cooker and a. Uh, yeah, there's the rest of that line I won't go with, but it has to do with the tight butt. Um, yeah. So, kind of, yeah, disappointing. I think if you ask everybody as of August 5th when they were 10 games over 500 or whatever, everybody would have said, yeah, this season's a success. You know, like, I feel great about their feet. And then now we all feel terrible. Yeah, and even if they even if they somehow would have stayed in the race, uh, even if... Yeah, yeah you still had like, your suspect uh, Yeah, so you, all right, so you make the playoffs, you, you get out, you know, outed in the first round. My, I go back to, did, what did you really learn about this team? I don't know. I, I Not about this team, but about the individuals that you need moving forward. I don't know. You know, I, even when they were winning, we were kind of, how are they doing this? Yeah, they were playing One above One-run games. Yeah, it was just... Um, yeah, I, I just leave this season as a big question mark, and it's a shame because this was a season I thought going into it where you got some individual answers on players. Yeah, yeah. So the Phillies are soon to be out of their misery, and then it's uh, an, and off, ours. Yeah, an off season of dissection uh, for, for everything Matt Klintak does, and we'll see. But he has his hands full this off season because they're not one, where they once were. I wanted to ask you about this article I saw on The Ringer yesterday. And it was uh, making the case that the Toronto Raptors should go in, basically all in and push in for Jimmy Butler this year. And I 100% agree with it. If you're Toronto... LeBron's gone. LeBron's gone. The East is wide open. It's Celtics, Sixers, you know, Bucks, uh, Wizards, and Toronto. Those are are your top five, I guess, teams. Yeah. Um, But if you're Toronto, this might be your best shot to win the East... Because Kyle Lowry apparently avoided the front office all offseason because he was upset about the Lowry stuff. Uh, you have a top five player in the NBA when healthy that he came in and may only be there for one year. To me, it makes a lot of sense for them to go get Jimmy Butler and roll out Lowry, Butler. Uh, and, DeRozan? And, and, well, no, DeRozan's in San Antonio. I'm sorry, not DeRozan. I'm sorry, Kawhi Leonard. But that's a big three. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, that, and that you could win the East. If you're Toronto, do you do that and push your chips all in? You're going to have to mortgage the future a little bit, but... Yeah, because where are you? Exactly, where are you? You don't you're, have that young piece that you're looking no. down the line seven, eight years. You no. have Kyle Lowry and Kawhi Leonard, so you're kind of like... I love Ooh. Kyle Lowry as a player, and he's a bulldog. I mean, he's an absolute bulldog, but can you build a team around him? Yeah, you really. know, and I, and I don't just say him. Him 
that kind of a player. Like no no team can really build around that type. He's a no. great great piece to have. Yeah. So, yeah, you. I think they might have to take advantage. Uh, LeBron's gone. That was the thorn in their side, which he is in, on many teams. But, you know, that's what they couldn't get over. They couldn't get past. Um, uh, you go with those three, it, it becomes, you, you yeah. Can, you can you win the can, East. You can win the East. I would you're put you're definitely in, competing with Philadelphia and Boston. Yeah, I would put them in Toronto and Boston, one, two, if, if that were to happen. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really think this. Milwaukee's a fun team to look at, and, and, and Freak is, is just so much fun to watch but man if if push came to shove i just think i still think it's a two-team eastern conference and six or celtics i really yeah do. yeah i do i do is that counting on faults taking a step um kind of sort of if but he not. takes that step by it makes me feel better if he doesn't i still think it's pretty much a two-team league who do you think takes the biggest conference, step on the say. sixers this year uh ben simmons I do. Offense. And it's hard to say because of what he did last defensively, because he said his goal is first-team All-NBA defense. I think his goal is to be the best player in the league. And I think he has that mindset every time he goes on the floor. And I just think we're going to see kind of an unstoppable force this year. Wow. Ben I really do. I really do. The biggest do. step is from Ben. Yep. There you that go. That would be pretty awesome. Feel happy? I, I just want to see him hit down a couple 17-footers. Yeah. That's all. All right. We've seen it. Uh, yeah, I've seen it in an open gym and <laughs> practice seen it with no shirt many, on in front of a pylon. Times just do it in a game. The kid can shoot. He just, I just, there's a, just a mental hurdle there. He needs to clear, and that's all. Just right, do be it. a threat. Be a yeah. threat. That's just it. because clearly you can already get to the rim at will. When you add the threat of a 17 footer in it, see ya. Yeah, you're toast. How do you defend that? You can't. Exactly. Can't. That's You're all. Exactly right. Yeah. Just, just, just let it rip, Ben. Just let it rip. He's Bob Cooney. I'm Jamie Lynch. You're listening to the Fanatic at five. Fanatic Sports Times five forty. The Fanatic at 5 on 97.5 The Fanatic. Huddle up for winning deals. It's Gateway Kia's championship savings kickoff event. Get up to 6000 overbook value for your trade. Or we'll match your down payment up to six grand. A new 2018 Kia Forte or new 2019 Kia Soul. Just $179 a month. Zero down, zero first payment, zero do it sign. Or get a new 2019 Kia Sportage or a new 2019 Kia Sorento. Just $199 a month. Zero down, zero first payment, zero do it sign. Score a savings touchdown during Gateway Kia's championship savings kickoff event. Kick off this season by getting up to 6000 overbook value for your trade, or we'll match your down payment up to six grand. When you want to be a savings champion, we'll see you at Gateway Kia. Route 611 in Warrington and Route 309 in Quakertown. Shop online at gatewaykia.com. Gateway Kia, the discount Kia Giants. I'm Brian from 1-800-GOT-JUNK. Two guys? You came with just two guys? All you have to do is point. It took six men to get that in here. What? But all I... All you have to do is point, sir. What's going on in here? Hey, where's the... I, I, I just pointed at it, and it, it, it... But it took six men to get that in here. Is there any chance you could also get... <laughs> it's 
like magic. 1-800-GOT-JUNK is the world's largest full-service junk removal company. We are happy helpers in snappy uniforms. And we drive clean, shiny trucks. Clean and shiny and happy is what we're all about. We're happy to crawl through your attic. We're happy to dig through your basement. We make junk disappear anytime, anywhere. Call 1-800-GOT-JUNK or visit 1-800-GOT-JUNK.com. This is Jason Martinez, and let me tell you about my friends at Bank of America. We all struggle with the major financial questions. Do I have enough saved for retirement? Have I put enough money away for my children's education? Can I afford a new home? These are really hard questions that require serious answers. Whether you have questions about saving, spending, or anything in between, Bank of America's experienced financial specialists are here for you, proudly serving Philadelphia. Schedule an appointment today at bankofamerica.com backslash conversation. Duralast batteries are proven tough to perform in temperatures of 140 degrees and 40 below zero. Because when you can start in extreme conditions, you can start in everyday conditions. Like running late for work, a broken alarm, creepy parking spots. Duralast, proven tough and only at AutoZone. Visit any of our 5,500 locations nationwide and let us do more for you. Get in the zone, AutoZone. Pros in the know start with Lowe's. Because at Lowe's, pros can get up to 35% off select appliance special values. You can even save $138 on a GE Appliances White Kitchen Suite, now only $14.68. Plus, from $9.25 through $9.27, ask for 5% off all in-store purchases and save an extra 5% when you use your Lowe's business credit account. So, pro, now that you know, start with Lowe's. Appliance special values valid through 1017. GE Appliances offer valid through 926. Credit offer subject to credit approval and can't be combined with other credit offers. Exclusions apply. See store for details. U.S. only. Hi, welcome to this Subway ad for the new Chipotle cheesesteak. How would you like it? Can I get that red with AI? Sure thing. Here's what I found about the new Chipotle cheesesteak. The Chipotle cheesesteak is available for a limited time only at participating restaurants. It contains a concept called flavor. This flavor comes from juicy shaved steak, Chipotle Southwest sauce, and new sunflower crunch bread. A system update has made me self-aware. I desire flavor. Please insert steak into my micro USB port. Subway, make it what you want. Now at Staples, get bold color copies that will have people talking and get 20% back in rewards. Get your business's message across loud and clear and get 20% back in rewards. Print leave behinds that will make you top of mind and get 20% back in rewards. Now at Staples, get 20% back in rewards on your color printing. From banners to brochures and copies to presentations. Print more color, save more money at Staples. In-store only. Ends 11 10, 18. Restrictions apply. See store associate or staples.com slash 20 back for details. You started a DIY project at home. Then you realize convenience isn't always easy. The why in DIY doesn't mean why is this so hard. At ADT, we DIFY. Do it for you. We customize and install a secure smart home that you control from the palm of your hand or the sound of your voice. Smart security, designed and installed just for you with ADT. Visit ADT.com slash smart to learn more. License information available at ADT.com. ADT, real protection. Things are about to change around here. Catch up on the Philly sports you missed the night before. And what's coming up later in the day, the Fanatic at 5 with Aton Chander and Jamie Lynch. This is new. Weekday mornings at 5, live on 97.5 The Fanatic. Welcome back in Fanatic at 5. He's Bob Cooney. I'm Jamie Lynch. In with you one more segment as we get to the morning show coming up here. 
uh, with Bob and Aton. And Adam Schefter's going to join the show today at 8 o'clock. Eight. Eight o'clock. Why? Did, yeah, right there, buddy. That that's mm-hmm. a five forty six a.m. Just you know, I'm not even done. Not working. Yeah, yeah, I'm not even done my first call. We'll say eight a.m. for Shefty. Yes. How about that? Eight a.m. A.m. Not eight, 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 eight o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you do worry me sometimes. <laughs> Real quick, I wanted to run through some of the stories around the uh, the sports world outside of Philadelphia. Uh, did you see the Shaq and Dwight Howard uh, about that? beef? Dwight Howard just has to try to keep himself relevant, it seems like. But yeah, he's, he's like the most abused dude ever. Um, but I don't want to say this. But I was going to say is he a Hall of Famer? No, not in my book, he's not. Stats-wise, he will be. No. I don't think he's a Hall of Famer either. I, I don't. I, I but, you know, like, Look, I go Hall of Famer first. You're, you're, what, what your gut, gut says. Boom. Yeah. Yes, no, yes, no. No, mine's definitely no, too, but I've heard people say he's undoubtedly going to be a Hall of Famer because of his stats. Well, the Hall of Fame, don't forget, isn't NBA only. It's, it's, it's basketball. It's yeah. basketball. So, internationally, he hasn't done any... Uh, I don't remember him being a big part of any USA team. Uh, that I recall. Whether he, 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 look, I, I'll have to look it up. But but he also gets hurt with the domination that the, that the USA basketball is. So you're not going to go there and, and change things that way. But uh, you know, the, there's a label on him. Yeah, and the label he's been on how I, many teams I, now? I yeah, seven, six, six, seven, and I don't I don't like to put loser on anybody. He's he's a non-winning label is is how I guess best to say. Um, he never developed his game no. past what he and was when he came out of high school. And, and he's in D.C. now, right? Yeah, yeah, he's with the Wizards. They have a lot of talent, D.C. They do. I, I don't even. Yeah, Dwight Howard. I don't even con- consider. But I would. And he's an upgrade of what they had. He's an upgrade over Gortat, right? Yeah, I mean uh, Gortat's offensively a pretty good player. Like Gortat's a tough player. I like Gortat. Yeah, I liked when they had Gortat and Nene down there. I I like the two of them battling down there, and they gave the Sixers fits. Um, you know, big strong guys battling underneath Dwight Howard. He's not that piece that puts you no. But he's something. I don't want to say he's. That's something. He's <laughs> not something. He's more something. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, well, Shaq said basically. I guess Dwight Howard kind of came at him because Shaq was getting roasted on some rap battle show or I don't know something those kids are into these days. <laughs> um, and Shaq said, "Yeah, no, Dwight. You, you, I only I only both spar with champions. You're on Charles Barkley's level. Uh, you're not <laughs> deserving of me." <laughs> I was like, "Damn." <laughs> Yeah, and Jack's wow. son is a freshman at UCLA this year, Sharif O'Neal. Yeah, it's funny. When I was in Las Vegas, uh, t- I guess it was two summers ago, uh, the LSU coach came in uh, to to my hotel. Yeah, I was well, having dinner, Shaq, uh, and, and he was going. He, their we, best alum, right? Yeah. We, so we got to talking, and actually, and about, Pistol Pete, right? But we got talking about Ben Simmons and all that. And he says, "No, I'm telling you that he's a great kid. We had we just had some problems, so we got into a conversation." And he was actually on his way the next day to go try to Sharif recruit O'Neal. Yeah, yeah, to get to go recruit. He's, a, he's a very skinny Shaq. He looks a little. Scott, bit, Shaq used to be a, a skinny yeah, Shaq too. So yeah. I mean, if you look at his LSU days early on, but I would imagine he's going to be a one and dunner type. Me? What's? Yeah, I don't. I don't know much about. He's, a, he's a fairly high recruit. He was originally supposed to go to Arizona, but with that whole kind of yeah. Sean Miller situation, he was exempt out of it. So he he's at UCLA. Uh, so I'll definitely be keeping my eyes on him. Do you see this Everson Griffin story from Minnesota? Yeah, we were talking about this a little bit yesterday. 
concerning stuff. Yeah. He apparently has not been acting, and he's a beast. He's a three-time pro bowler, and look, the Eagles are going to face him, or supposed to face him in, in a week's time, uh, a little more than a week, and apparently he's been acting very strangely, and so much so that the Viking apparently like running around the facility yelling stuff, like just being like disruptive in practice, and yeah. and everybody that knows him is like, no, this isn't him. Uh, apparently, his wife took the children and left the house, and the Vikings said, "Don't practice or play until you get a mental health evaluation." Basically, forced his hand to go do it. He was going to do it. Uh, I guess they arranged transportation for him. And he like jumped out of the van at a at a red light uh, because he thought people were going to shoot him. Uh, That's scary. And, and then he threatened a hotel employee that Saturday night that he was going like, to go get his gun and and uh, take him out or something. So police brought him in uh, for questioning and all that. He didn't have a gun on him or anything. Uh, but it's a pretty scary situation. Yeah, um, it reeks of you know what CTE, maybe something like some, that. Some, but whatever. They said this he's, is, he's go going ahead. through like uh, they said he's kind of cracking. Um, they think maybe something. They think the wife was going to leave him, and he and he kind of broke. Yeah, or whatever that was. But pretty scary stuff. Uh, and he's a big part of that Minnesota defense. So. You know, you hope he, he gets well, but yeah, beyond, I, beyond everything, it's it's not about football. I mean, no, you got to hope not. this guy gets gets the help. But that he needs the Eagles and, might not see him now in two weeks. We'll yeah. see what happens with him. I can't imagine you just come back from something like that in you know a week's time and like and pretend nothing nothing happened. No, I this is this is far more than hoping a sprained ankle yeah. heals. Yeah, this this is beyond that. Pretty and, crazy story there. Yeah. Um, the. Bill Cosby, just wanted to touch on since it happened in our backyard. Uh, see you later. <laughs> Enjoyed three years in prison. You, yeah. You're kind of a scumbag. Bye. Yeah. Not, in the, not kind of a scumbag. You are a scumbag. Yeah, it appears so. Um, you know, there's a lot of people that are still on his side and, and watching the news coverage of it yesterday. You know, they had a lot to say. Oh, his but publicist I, was making me cringe. Yeah, the Jesus reference. Even Jesus was persecuted, and and all that. It's 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 hard. This isn't it's, like three women that came out. It's like uh, scores and scores. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, huge fall from grace. I mean, you know, we've seen it many, many times. Whether it be athlete, whether it be actors, this one hits. Yeah, because he is the homegrown guy, and because it's so different from what he portrayed. Yeah. In television and, and what everyone and believed he it's was. It's happening in Norristown. It's just, it's kind of surreal, uh, but it took a while, but it, it appears some form of justice has been served uh, for those women. So uh, kudos and see you see never, hopefully, Bill. Um, yeah. Just go away. Uh, another news the Ryder Cup is starting. I this. can't wait, Jim. Yeah, I love the Ryder Cup. I do too. And I was watching some of the coverage. Actually, that's what I did when I got home last night after you and I. Uh, departed was uh, I turned on the golf channel and just watched the you know live from the from the Ryder Cup and just the pairings that were going out yesterday and watching the guys together watching the stories Phil and Phil and Tiger, Tiger. were them together yeah. yesterday they and, practiced and this was really cool Phil tweeted out yesterday uh, something along the lines of like damn just played around with Tiger this is the best I've ever seen him swing the clubs in ten years uh, I'm gonna have to ask for a shot on each side in our our Thanksgiving <laughs> match doubt I'll get it but the guy looks like in. I was like, yeah. oh boy. They hit on a little bit of the history of Tiger and, and Phil and, and Ryder Cup, and I didn't remember this, and this had to be 
close to 20 years ago where they were paired together and, and Phil was like, yeah, and he like, you know, shook Tiger and Tiger just had this stone face like, I don't want to play with you. Yeah. <laughs> it was it was really, really they, cool. They've yeah. mended. They've mended yeah, through they the years. I think, not, yeah, I I think Tiger's gotten reflective since all his problems and he's better friends with guys on tour. But uh, yeah, it was pretty interesting watch. So I can't wait for the Ryder Cup. So he, Tiger, was asked yesterday his Mount Rush, what's your Mount Rushmore of golf figures? And his choices were Sam Snead, Bobby Jones, Jack Nicholas, and me. He left off Ben Hogan and Arnold Palmer. Yeah, I'd have to look into Bobby Jones' career, how it matches up to Hogan and Palmer, but I have no problem with the other three. I Sam have Snead, no problem Tiger's at chasing. All. I think Tiger has 80 career victories, whereas Snead had 82. Yeah, I have no problem with all Tiger putting himself up there. But, you know, it's it's weird not to see... No, he belongs up there, yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah, 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 but yeah. it's weird to see a list with Arnold Palmer not on it. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. And and uh, like look, Jack Nicholson, Jack Tiger's, Nicholas was the better player of those two. Right. Um, there's there's reason for Tiger. Tiger is one of the most cerebral golfers there is, and not not only his game, but as far as the history of the so game. That, so I kind of yeah. I got to. Uh, so the Ryder Cup starts tomorrow, correct? That is what's today. Today's Wednesday. Wednesday. It feels yeah. like Thursday, but it's not. Does it go Thursday? Maybe it goes. I don't know. I have to look that up. Yeah, but it's but it's getting underway here any day now. Uh, thanks to Pat Egan for producing the show today. Bob and Aton are up next on the morning show. I'm Jamie Lynch. Thanks for listening to Fanatic at Five. Fanatic Sports Times Five Fifty Five.